commercial cash flow show. Are handshake deals enforceable to get paid? Sure. So preface this, not an attorney at law, not an attorney at law. Um, and every jurisdiction is slightly different on this. Absolutely. I do know that from experience, but handshake deals are technically contracts. That's the, that's the, the root of it. And the bigger question I think was the enforceability because that's the key. Ben, my experience is at one point for the most part, both parties have agreed and acknowledged they agreed to a contract. Something happens in the interim from that brokering to finalization. And that might influence the interpretation of a verbal handshake deal when it comes to fruition and trying to get paid. So what do you do? I have quite a bit of experience with a verbal deal that had five people in the room corroborated, went to litigation, the whole nine have a, um, a legal synopsis for lack of a better word. I had people from their company say, yeah, that's what was said. And it was pretty simplistic, pretty linear. Don't do this until I call or email you and whatever, whatever the case was, was to the tune of a lot of money. Don't do that. So, um, they are a contract. However, how do you have this? There's a reason for a contract. And the reason is to iron out the details. Of course, I'm going to do X and you're going to pay me Y, right? That's usually how a handshake deal goes. Right. Whenever it screws up, that doesn't cover it, right? You didn't do X, you didn't do this, and this time you didn't inform me. There's a lot of specifics as far as, far as communication protocols, uh, late date, you know, tons of stuff that is not going to be uh, delineated on a handshake deal. One of those being that came up was what about the rights for mediation or arbitration? Are, are you giving up that because you didn't enter into a, a state recognized? So, so I don't think you ever the contract or just, the I don't think you, you never give up the rights to mediation or arbitration. Mm -hmm. Well, anybody can sue anybody for anything. Again, we're not attorneys, but we do all know that anybody can sue anybody for anything. Does that mean that it's not going to get thrown out on its face? No. However, mediation is usually in my experience, not an attorney, uh, mediation would be after we, we go through depositions and discovery. And then we're like, okay, we see where things are at. Let's go ahead and not take this another year or two. So it sounds to me like you're it's a mutual, it's going to be a mutual mediation almost always. Um, unless the judge orders mediation, mediation is non-binding arbitration. Some States have automatic arbitration clauses in any paper contract. So, uh, that, I think that's what you were asking. Are you waiving that? If both parties agree that there was some kind of contract, I would think, first of all, you better better consult somebody in that jurisdiction. Secondly, I would assume that would be an automatically attaching uh, stipulation because if they do recognize verbal as a contract, which almost everywhere does, mm -hmm. and you both have agreed that there was some type of verbal agreement, then there would be. So by default, it was all the normal course of action is a written contract. Complete assumption. I.e. 
Yes, but okay. yes. So uh, there are a few exceptions to the handshake deal. Uh, again, it is um, tantamount that you contact uh, an attorney in your local jurisdiction because... Or the jurisdiction where this presumed contract... Taking place. Yes. Yes. Because they, they, it varies state by state. It can vary by municipality to you municipality. Can. Uh, but typically things that kind of might complicate a... Um, a written contract or if it's a promise to pay for another uh, debt of another person, like you're promising to pay somebody else's debt, that verbal contract might not override the contract you had with the person who owed you the debt initially. Again, we're not attorneys. You know, that's why you need to consult uh, your local counsel uh, with regard to that. But these are some some things that the commonalities that, that come up. And also, uh, any contract that involves the, the sale or dis disposition or transfer of real assets, uh, such as, you know, homes and what have you, uh, or any agreement that you can't do within a year. <laughs> that's that's going to... Uh... That's going to be a real weird one. The, yeah, the, the hey, real estate transaction with I the just deed. Bought your house. Listen, County, just take our word for it. He's good. <laughs> we did all the title research <laughs> at any rate. But that is, and also, I do know this. In majority of states, um, verbal contracts have a lessened statute of limitations yes. to written contracts. Most states are, it's almost half. So while verbal handshake deals could be enforceable, obviously it's best to have everything in writing, but that's the circumstance you're finding yourself in. It's better to be educated ahead of time than after the fact. So just make sure you know what your, your local uh, uh, laws and procedures are as it relates to enforcing something like that if, you're, if you find yourself in that position. In, in my experience, the safest way if you're doing a handshake deal to make that deal happen if you're the one receiving the money is part of that handshake needs to be the money passing into your hands if that doesn't happen at that moment put it on put it in writing <laughs> yes